Hello, and welcome to the Faith Now podcast. We are so glad you are here. If you're new with us today, um, we post new episodes here every Thursday with a new encouraging message from our senior pastor at Faith Church, Pastor Toby Youngblood. Um, He just brings us an inspiring and motivating message once a week through this podcast platform. And we're glad to have you here and we hope you stick around. So this week that we're posting this episode is Easter week. So today's message is about the hope of Easter. And Pastor Toby has a word for you today to receive. And thank you again for listening in. Here's Pastor Toby. I'm excited because it's Easter week. We're going to commemorate the death and burial and resurrection of our Lord. I hope you realize that the entire Christian faith hinges on this one thing, that Jesus went to the cross, but he didn't stay there. He went to the tomb, but he didn't stay there. But on that third day, he rose and came out of the grave alive. That's a big deal. That's kind of a big deal. 1 Corinthians tells us in chapter 1, verse 18, that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are headed for destruction. But we who are being saved know it is the very power of God. Now, did you catch that? The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are headed for destruction. But we who are being saved know it is the very power of God. You see, Jesus tells his disciples he's going to be crucified and then rise again on the third day. And the disciples are freaking out, scared. Now, I would have been planning a coming out event on that third day. I would have had a tomb tailgate party. I'd have got some taco trucks and I've got the Bee Gees to sing, Staying alive, staying alive, staying alive. Oh, yeah. We're expecting great things in your life this week. A special Easter greeting to you this week because we have a reason to rejoice and a reason to hope. We want to speak a better word and talk about a God that is active and alive today. Through the resurrection, there is hope in everything and potential and inside of every person. I'd like to share with you my favorite Easter verse found in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again. Because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, now we live with great expectation. Peter writes a different perspective. Instead of explaining the resurrection event, he talks about the ongoing experience concerning the resurrection event. The resurrection is not only an event, it's a perspective. This Easter, we need a resurrection perspective. We all need to see our life from this perspective. Do you have a personal understanding that God can bring you through whatever it is you're going through? How patient God is, how kind God is. There are some things that happen in your life and my life that we do not get to choose, that we do not control. But we always, you and I always get to choose and control how we experience the event. You choose your perspective. You can't control what happens to you. But you can choose and control how you respond. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 tells us that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. Anyone, 
anyone who belongs to Christ. This means anyone who has been saved, anyone that has Jesus in their life and in their hearts has become a new person. You see, the problem wasn't that I was a bad person and Jesus made me good. The problem was I was dead and Jesus made me alive. That's what Jesus does when he comes into your life. And if you don't let your past die, it won't let you live. You're a new person. Maybe somebody today is going to have to step out of your history so you can step into your destiny. Some people are caught up in our history. Did you know that living in history will prevent you from stepping into your destiny? See, I believe those old things are gone and new things are here. I believe dead things are going to come back to life today. I want to give you three thoughts concerning the hope of Easter. Three things to think about. Here's the first one. In Christ, I am completely forgiven. Aren't you glad Jesus didn't partially forgive? He completely forgives. We can be having the best day, a great day, and all of a sudden we can get flooded with guilt and shame and pain because of what we did or what happened to us. And if that's you today and you feel that way, I get it. I get it. I understand. But the good news of the gospel that we can celebrate is the gospel and the, the, the gospel, the reason we celebrate Easter is in Christ, in Christ. We are completely forgiven. That's the gospel. That's the celebration of the gospel. We are completely forgiven. Romans chapter 8 says, Therefore, there is no, listen, therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus because of Easter. And celebrating that, celebrating that there is a God who knows every stupid, foolish thing I would do and still save me, and still made arrangements for that sin to be paid. That's Easter. And the good news is this, that in Christ, and only in Christ, that you and I, we, are completely forgiven. The second thing about the hope of Easter is this, not only am I completely forgiven, but in Christ, I am valuable. John 3.16 says, For this is how God loved the world, that he gave his one and only Son, to that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. If something is truly valuable, you're willing to lay down your life for it. Anyone who belongs to Christ is a new person. That old life is gone. The way that happened is Jesus gave his life for us on the cross. That means that you and I and we are incredibly valuable to the Son of God. Even in a world that tells us we're not, in Christ, in Christ my life, your life, is valuable. Here's a third reason for the hope of Easter. In Christ, I am unconditionally loved. Unconditionally loved. I'm sure you love your kids if you have kids. A good parent loves their kids. And not because they earned it. The reason you love your kids is because they're your kids. They're your children. They didn't deserve your love. They just popped out with an attitude. Not like they earned our love. But you know why we love our children? You know why you love your children? Why I love my children? Because they're your children. They're my, they're my kids. You don't love them because of their performance. You love them because of their position as your child. Am I right? You love them even 
when they're messy. See, I want to talk to the person that your past is messy, that your present is messy, that your life is messy. God's love isn't based on our performance. God's love for you is unconditional. He loves you on your good days and even loves you on your bad days. His love for you is not based on your performance. Your love, His love for you is not based on who you are. It's based on who God is. We have a God. We have a Father who's bigger than any and every mess we've made in our lives. And the price he paid is bigger than the mess we've made. In Christ, in Christ we're unconditionally loved. I really don't know how some of the people in the Bible that made a mess of their life, we call them heroes. Noah. I mean, really? In the middle of Genesis 9, he plants a vineyard, gets drunk, gets naked, and passes out and cusses out his grandkids. That's Noah. You didn't see that one on the flannel graph when you grew up in Sunday school, did you? Abraham, really? Abraham didn't trust God. He was a liar, liar, pants on fire several times. David committed adultery, then committed murder. And we say he's a man after God's own heart. The Apostle Peter denies Jesus three times. Fifty days later, he gets to preach on the day of Pentecost. See, this is what I know about the Bible and the people in the Bible. They all needed forgiveness, and they all needed unconditional love. And God did it then. He can do it again. He did it then. He can do it again. I am so glad that Jesus saved me and power washed my soul and made me a new person. John chapter 14, verse 6 says, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Romans chapter 10 tells us, For if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen. Happy Easter. I want to invite you to join us this Easter weekend for the greatest celebration ever. You won't want to miss this power-packed, exciting weekend. Stay strong. Faith strong. Hey, Faith Now family. Happy Easter. We hope you come out this weekend and join us. And if you're listening to this in the future, you're still invited to our services this Sunday. We have a traditional service at 9 a.m., a contemporary service at 10.30 a.m., and we go live on our website and Facebook page at 10.30 Central Time. So thank you for your support, and we'll talk to you next week. Stay strong. Faith strong.